the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan. Still working from home, thanks to StreamYard on Faith Talk Atlanta. Hey there, it is Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Pastor Damian Boyd, author, speaker, and uh, pastor, author, speaker. And we're talking about the uh, the Hope Challenge devotional, 50-day journey of encouragement and renewal. And on, on his Facebook page, Someone said it, it'll boost your faith, it'll encourage you, it'll push you to keep believing and pressing and trusting God. You can get it at uh, Amazon, uh, also Target and Barnes & Noble, from what I understand. I was just writing down those quotes you gave us or, or earlier. Those are gold right there. I'm not going to mention that you gave them to me. I'm just going to say them and just <laughs> let people assume that I I came up with He's that. stealing stuff. from you, Damien. It's, it's all good. It's all good. I mean, that's good stuff. And I, I know that, uh, I mean, your your track record is to, to bring stuff like that. But this is gold stuff. I mean, this is stuff that gets into your soul and goes, okay, hope is I know that my God has an answer. I mean, how simple but profound is that? So there's got to be more of that in this 50-day day journey. So uh, check it out. And, and time doesn't heal all wounds. Process does. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. I want to be the president of your fan club. <laughs> There's an opening. <laughs> Amy and Boyd, the Hope Challenge devotional. When you wrote this, th- just curious, when you wrote this a devotional page at a time, chapter, whatever you did for your wife, did you did you type it? Did you write it? Did you what was it you gave to her? And what was the, how did you present it? It was an email. I created an email and I I did it in email form. I did it in Word, but I sent it to her as daily emails. Uh, It was about day three when she said, are you writing these for me? (laughs) (laughs) Because I just sent it to her and I didn't tell her what it was. I just sent it to her and she starts walking through and she's like, did you write this for me? But I was just typing them in um, while uh, while I work, while sitting at home, and I do two, three a day, I finished this book in 30 days. Wow. I wrote it in 30 days, and then it was printed in 30 days. Once again, I've written books before. I've never done it in less than six months. But this was so close that it came out fast, and I'm writing like a crazy man, just up in the middle of the night, and two, three a day. I did four one day, and then I didn't touch it again for a few days. But I'll tell you a funny story. My wife, after, let's say, day 25 I got distracted was doing some things I couldn't give it my full attention and she came to me and I I apparently hadn't sent her a devotional and she was like where's my devotion (laughs) and I'm sitting here like excuse me person who's getting the devotional written specifically for them thank you would be nice and then I went and sent her her devotional (laughs) but but that's the truth and but I was just typing it in like a madman and it, I felt inspired where I, I couldn't go a few hours without writing more. 
I couldn't go time without coming up with new ideas. It's like it just kept coming until it was done. Until I crossed the finish line, it consumed me. And I had to get it done. I can't explain that. It was it was compelling. It was it was like the Holy Spirit was like, go, right. And I had a grace for a period of time and I just did all I could to get it done. And when it was done, it was really done. Somebody said, would you want to do another 10? No, I don't have anything else to say. It's like Forrest Gump. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to ask you at what point, And I know it's spirit led, but at what point did you realize, okay, that's it. There's nothing I can add to this that that would be just Damien try to come up with something that book two or three or nine. You start repeating yourself. Yeah. If I have something new, if I'm inspired with something new in an area, then I have no problem writing more. But I didn't want to repeat myself. Where it's like, well, this illustration was used here. This thing was done here. And it can just get redundant. It's like I, I had a long running list of topics and I just kind of kept checking them off. And ones that were repeating, checking off, checking off, checking off. Until finally, I was like, you know what? You get 50. 50 is good. It's about seven weeks. So that's good. You know, most devotionals will go 21 days. They may even go 40 days. But, you know, you got seven weeks. I think we did okay. Yeah. And Zara was okay with seven weeks? I mean, she didn't. Yeah, and she didn't get tired of it. That was the thing I was worried about. Now, does she have, um, I'm sure, I mean, they're all your your children. You you wrote them by inspiration of the Spirit. I mean, do you have a favorite? And does she have a favorite? Or is there a number of them or all of them? What would she say? If she were here in front of us, she would argue that they're all good. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's in love with all of them. Uh, for me, the one that catches me is the one that, that helps us hope in God. It's, it's, you know, it comes out of Psalm 42 and 43. Um, there's a refrain that says, why are you downcast on my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God. It's a Psalm of Korah. Um, mm-hmm. The thing that catches me with that is the psalmist admitting that he's downcast, mm-hmm. admitting that he's stressed and unsettled in his soul. Because you have to, to encourage yourself, you first have to admit that you're not encouraged. You first have to admit where you are before you can be where God wants you to be. We're so busy trying to be where God wants us to be that we're ignoring where we are. That's good. And I think yeah. there's permission that we need. I mean, like I said, Jeremiah wrote laments, this mighty prophet of God, who prophesied the exile that would eventually happen, wrote laments and pain. I think about Job. We'd like to ignore Job. Job sat in the dirt and ash in sadness over the loss of his children and his property and every possession he had. He sat and he mourned and he lamented and it was okay. God is big enough to handle our disappointments. Mm-hmm. God is big enough to handle our sadness. God is big enough to handle even our sin. Our struggle is we don't want to go to him. We don't want to feel the feelings. We want to either we want to go and we want to just give up or we don't want to feel the feelings. We want to act and put on a happy face and act like everything's okay. No, sometimes you're meant to be sad when sad situations happen. My counselor said this to me. He said, you guys went through a traumatic experience. So don't feel like it's strange that you exhibit evidence of trauma. Traumatic experiences produce trauma. If you weren't in a place where you needed to talk to somebody and you need to process through what you felt, then there'd be something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And so we're so busy trying to deny 
our actual feelings when the truth is we get no extra credit from God from denying our feelings. We see David's range of emotions. We see Gideon's fear and trepidation. You know, we, we see so many people in the Bible being scared to death of making decisions or, or nervous about making a step or following God into something incredible, that we have a lot of permission to feel the feelings we feel. But we can't overcome those feelings unless we face them. So when somebody at church asks me how I'm doing, I don't have to say, I'm great, bro. How are you? I don't have to say that. I, you can say it if you are great. <laughs> but I am I am over this I'm fine when I'm not fine because then I just lied to you. Yeah. And you want to know the sad truth? What I've discovered is so few people actually want to know how you're doing. Mm-hmm. They want to accomplish their social niceties. They don't actually want to know how you are doing. And that is unfair. It's unkind. And let's be honest, when we go through things, we want people to actually communicate to us based on what we're feeling. We don't want people just to look past our pain and our struggle. We want people to identify and sit with us. So we're failing to do something very biblically simple. Do unto others as you would want them to do unto you. If you're having a hard time, you don't want somebody just giving you easy platitudes. You want them to sit with you. Like Jesus taught us to mourn with those who mourn and weep with those who weep. But people don't want to do that. We want to go, we don't even listen. We go, how you doing? And then we walk off. Good, good. Rather than, oh, you're having a bad day. Tell me about it. Why? Because if I was having a bad day, I'd want you to listen to me. That's so good. Pastor Damian Boyd, you got to check this out. Pastor, author, speaker, Hope Challenge Devotional. It's a 50-day journey of encouragement and renewal. We have another guest, or we could just do this all day. Uh, I could, I could, uh, I'm had been taking notes. So, uh, <laughs> good stuff, Damien. He had a gong; he'd be banging it back. Yeah. There. Hey, <laughs> somebody, give me a gong here. <laughs> we got to have you back. Uh, let's do it. Love you. Appreciate you, Damien Boyd. Uh, follow him on Facebook, and also pick up the book Amazon, Target, Barnes and Noble. It is good stuff. we got to take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 